Episode 43, I think, of the Peter James podcast. Episode 43 it's in hard the books. Keep, there we go. It's hard to keep track at the moment yeah. these days. Um, so, yeah. Summer is here. Summer is here. So, uh, and sponsors. <laughs> I wanted to get a bit of silence in at the start. It's nice to have a bit of silence. A moment silence for summer. Reflection Yeah. on, on the summer time when the weather is... Whatever the next word is in that song by Mungo Jerry. Question. Yeah. Question. Uh, if you could have any summer, as in a person called summer, mm-hmm. and you could take them to any establishment mm-hmm. in any city in the world, right? Yeah. In any dimension. Okay. Yeah. So you can choose the words of the dimension. Which um, person called summer would you take? Which location would you establishment would you take them to? Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the other thing I said? Which um, dimension? Yeah, which city and which and what rules of the would the dimension this parallel dimension would be? Okay, um, mm, tricky one. Made no sense. It's a tricky one because I only know of one character in a TV show called Summer, and that was okay. some Summer Hoyland who was in Neighbours a long, a long, long time ago That's when she was when she was a child. That's um, so you're taking her as a child, yeah? Um, well, we'll get to that. Um, I'm <laughs> gonna take her to an establishment. Is it? I have to take her to an establishment. I would take her to, I don't know. Um, I mean, there's only one answer to this, really. If you think about, I'd take her to Craig's uh, Bar. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, I was. I didn't know was to take her to Rod Rodri's on that. Oof, Rodri's hair salon. Very controversial. Yeah. Um, but no, Craig's Bar, obviously. Yeah. And probably in a dimension where she's not a child, where she's uh-huh. maybe like an adult. Good. Uh, okay. So, so co- covering all bases there. And which city? Oh, um, I don't know. Uh, Bognor Regis. <laughs> Not really a city, but... It'll do. I'm going to bend the rules a little. There we go. Good good way to kick off the show there, I yeah, think. Nice way to start, Johnny. Yeah. Um, sponsors. Oh, yeah. Well, speaking of um, Craig's Bar... Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and before... I, uh, before we go into these sponsors, I just have to tell you that the intro to this episode is brought to you by Sprite. Oh, Sprite, obey your thirst. Mm. Okay, so we are sponsored by uh, Craig's Bar. Yeah. Of course, our longtime sponsor. And this week at Craig's Bar, uh, for first time listeners, by the way, uh, Craig's Bar is a beautiful bar here yeah. in Cardiff. Mm-hmm. And they own Portugal as well, the country of Portugal. Yeah. Um, Recently under investigation, but. Let's the, not mention that. Yeah. Uh, actually, this this might cause problems with that as well because ah. this week at Craig's Bar it's Finger a Pensioner Week. Oof. Uh, they've got a lineup of spicy pensioners available for you to finger for free um, with e- every uh, dog dirt mudslide you buy, which is their famous cocktail. Mm-hmm. It's their like secondary signature cocktail behind yeah. the uh, the pork mojito. Yeah. And. Um, some of the spicy pensioners they've got they've got Dirty Diana yeah from the Michael Jackson song mm-hmm. uh, Sexy Pete from the Michael Jackson song yeah uh, Kinky Ken who you'll remember was their last uh, last year's Finger of Pensioner mm-hmm. week well, on uh, the Michael Jackson B-Sides album yeah obviously uh, Frisky Phyllis mm-hmm. that was Prince yeah mm-hmm. and um, a long time uh, member of the Craig's Bar elite The Greg The Greg yeah, Rod Stewart. Yeah, cool. Great bar. 
Didn't we have a thing for that before, like a little sounder thing? Yeah. I could have sworn we did. Should we, uh, do you want to hear it? Well, they paid for it, so, yeah. Here we go. Craigs. 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 Oh, long time sponsor. Oh, long time sponsor. Dumpin'. Craigs. Um, we're also sponsored by uh, Globule. Um, yeah, uh, apply. Well, I, this sounds more like uh, instructions to me, but this is what they sent me anyway. Okay. Um, apply Globule to any surface and watch the magic happen. Uh, please take Globule seriously and be kind to it at all times. Uh, wash Globule in lukewarm water whenever requested. Globule will vent to a, a toxic cloud if left alone for over three hours. Uh, transport globule in the glass box provided. Globule. Everything is going to be better. Oh, it sounds reminds me of um, Tamagotchis. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a but, little globule. Yeah. So there you go, globule. Just pouring myself a dog that mudslide. Oof. Homemade. Yeah, they taught me the recipe. You did go on the cocktail making uh, class at Craig's though. Yeah. Um, um, oh, and I do just have to say, the sponsorship message is brought to you by McDonald's. Experience the new Bacon Clubhouse double in a McDonald's near you. Huh. That's, yeah, sounds quite official. I don't know. Like, um, <laughs> We're not, and I've got a message that I am unfortunately, just going through my papers here, um, contractually obliged to say, we're not sponsored by these people. Mm -hmm. They're an enemy of us. They're an enemy of Craig's. But um, this weekend in Rodri's Hair Salon, mm -hmm. which is a new establishment opposite Craig's. Owned by Big Rodri. Yeah. Um, they're doing a free spag ball with every haircut. That's quite good. No, 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 it's not. You can't. We don't want people going there. Oh, don't no. There. No, don't go there. Craig's do a better spag ball anyway. Yeah. But I am contractually obliged to say that. Mm -hmm. um, we're also sponsored by Pork Central. Oh, yeah. Um, Got any messages for them? Of course. Uh, get on down to Pork Central for fifty percent off all items over twenty-five percent off our discounted range. Um, turbo <laughs> bonuses for all humans over twenty-five percent more than the average. Um, we've got all the pork you can handle, and we're going to be displaying it centrally. Uh, so get on down to Pork Central, and we'll deliver the meat of a lifetime. I don't endorse that myself, but um, I'm sure other people would. Okay, so the you get 20 well, can you go through some of those uh, percentages again it yes sure um, so you get 50% off all items over 25% off the discounted range okay and then it was only if you're over 25% um, more than the average <laughs> okay um, and then you get a turbo oh. bonus oh hmm. I'll go there yeah um, we're also sponsored by big 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 Bella of course you got the um, fruit rankings? Uh, well, we'll get to that. Um, oh dear. In its place, though, we do have the World's Warmest Man competition. Oh, and before you do that, I just have to let everyone know that this competition is brought to you by F9, the latest film in the Fast and Furious franchise, starring Vin Diesel and John Cena in cinemas soon. Okay, um, so the World's Warmest Man, uh, round one, which is also the quarterfinals, um, you, can, you can pick the winners. Uh, we've got Warm Ken... And he's going up against oh, yeah. se Sensual Paul. <sighs> I mean, it's got to be... Oh, my voice went a bit funny there. Mm. It's got to be Warm Ken. It's in so the name. What that mud, dog dirt mudslide will do to you. Yeah. Are you picking Warm Ken? Yeah. Okay. Um, the Tenderizer, um, who's a 
employee at Craig's Bar um, versus Hot Terry uh, well again it's in the name I'm going to have to go with Hot Terry okay um, Umberto Glove uh, right. versus Brown Pants Kev oh I think Brown Pants Kev is a regular at um, Craig's Bar as well he's, well he's the doorman yeah mm-hmm. I'm going to go with um, the other one Umberto Glove that's it yeah okay and the final semi-final is uh, Todd Macaroon and he's going up against Ron Radiator uh well, it's got to be Ron Radiator, hasn't it? Okay, semi-finals. Um, Warm Ken versus Hot Terry. <sighs> oh, what a battle. Mm. I was thinking this might be the final, actually, when I saw the lineup yeah, just now. it isn't, though. Um, I'm going to go with Warm Terry. Uh, Hot Terry. Uh, no, Warm Ken. Warm Ken, yeah. okay. Um, and the other semi-final is Umberto Glove um, versus Ron Radiator. Umberto Glove. Oof. And the final is Warm Ken versus Umberto Glove. Oof. And the winner will get a free all expenses paid trip to Somerset. Oh, nice. Mm. Well But they it's... all they all live in Somerset though. So Oh. Okay. In that case, it's gonna be Umberto Glove. Oh congratulations. National Champions. Newly crowned world's warmest man. Congratulations, Umberto Glove. And if you have any problem with that, you can, uh, well, there's nothing you can do about it. It's done now. It's done and dusted. Um, yeah. And um, do you want your animal challenge? Oof. Um, yeah, go on. Then. Yeah, I'll have it. Yeah. Okay. Actually, bef- no, actually, no. Oh. Uh, before you do it, uh, we're going to do, um, <laughs> we're going to do, um, I'm going to offer you a selection of numbers. Okay. Okay. Uh, five. Um, uh, no, I don't want that. Fourteen. Go on. Yeah. I'll uh, Twenty-eight. Yep. Ninety-nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and seven hundred and fourteen. I'll take that. There you go. Then. Oh, thank you. Some numbers for you there. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the animal challenge, and this animal challenge is brought to you by the Royal Navy. The Royal Navy protecting our nation's interests. <laughs> We're um, very sponsor-heavy today. Uh, so the animal challenge for any first time listeners mm-hmm. every episode I give you a different animal related challenge Yeah. and so far you are 0 for 5 every single week mm-hmm. um, and this is going to be the last of the animal challenges Okay. so this is your last chance to score some points Okay. I'm going for all 5, 5 out of 5 I'm going for got a little, little musical bed for this one oh, okay. just to as you know finish it off I'm, I'm nice. impressed yeah okay so this week's animal challenge I'm gonna name a celebrity and you have to tell me what animal they have as a pet oh, okay okay this should be quite easy first up mm-hmm. Frank Bruno oh I think he's got a um, like a he's very patriotic so I think he's got a bulldog no so he's got a whale called Paul <sighs> I was thinking it could have been a bulldog called Paul, but oh, I'm close. Close halfway there. I have an half point. No, no point, sorry. Okay. Uh, next up, Christina Ritchie. Oh, Christina Ricky, as I call her. Um, Maybe it's Ricky. I reckon she's got a, s- a selection of bats. Uh, I'm sorry, she's got a pet sea monkey oh. called the Jigger Man. Oh, okay, fair enough. We're doing names as well, are we? If you want, yeah, if you want to throw in some names. Mm-hmm. Um, but what it, wait, wait, hang on. What has she got again? A sea monkey. A sea monkey. A single, a sole sea monkey. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenneth Clark, the Conservative MP. <sighs> Fuck knows. Um, I don't even know who he is. Let's say uh, 
Robin. He's called, gone. called. Uh, Ron. Uh, no, sorry. Oh. He's got a gorilla called Celine Dion. Oh. Named after um, Celine Dion. The singer. Yeah. Mm. Um, Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> the, the, boxer. the Filipino boxer. Former. Oh no, he's still boxing. Isn't he? Yeah. Um. Ooh, I think he has a pet. A uh, camel, called Alan. No, you got the name almost right. He's got a, a pet, Jobsworth, uh, oh. called Andrew. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. And finally, Jason Orange, from. Uh, take that. Take that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a popular 1990s boy band for yeah. anyone who's under the age of, who's younger than Windows Seven. Let's say that. Yeah. Um, I think he's got like an ant farm, called. Uh, well, various names, because there's lots of them. Um, no, he's got a pet hamster called Boyzone. Ah, okay. Well, there you go. Not five across the board. <laughs> well, you were consistent, at least. Yeah. Well, that's quite good, though. There we go. Hmm. That's this week's Animal Challenge, and the last Animal Challenge. Ever. Ever. But maybe next episode, you'll have another type of challenge. <laughs> another Animal Challenge. <laughs> another Animal Challenge. <laughs> Who knows? Um, Alright, so it's, it's time... For the big event, everyone's always been. Oh, every. Yep. Um, it's Spice John. Uh, Spice Donovan's gravy challenge. <laughs> oh, hang on, I feel like this deserves a quiet air horn. A subdued air horn. Yeah. Um. All right. So, are you ready to take on Spice Donovan's gravy challenge? Am I competing? Yeah. Okay. Oh goodness. Right. So I need Let's to. Go. Um. I need you to picture the scene. Mm-hmm. You picturing it? Yep. Okay. So there's gravy on the hob, like in a saucepan. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the gravy is heating up nicely. It's this it's brown gravy, not like the white gravy they have in America. It's the brown type. Do they have white gravy? Okay, anyway, yeah. Yeah. Um they do. Sadly. Um anyway, you decide to go out for a walk and you exit your condominium in search of urban antics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you manage to dodge all of the drug-addled, pox-marked, grey-skinned locals and make your way to Captain Bilal's halal store, um, right. based in the town centre. Yeah. Um, you wander around the store and approach the cans of soda pop in the fridge. Um, you browse both the usual and the exotic, from Pepsi, from Pepsi cola soda to carbonated coconut water, um, of an unfamiliar brand. Um, you decide to play it safe and you purchase a Sprite. Yeah, one of our sponsors. Mm. Um, you take your Sprite to the... That's completely coincidental, by the way. <laughs> um, you take your Sprite to the counter and you notice a packet of fruity, 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 delicious, fruity, fruity, fruit skittles. Yeah. Um, you whisper, taste the rainbow, as you pick up a packet. Um, Captain Bilal watches from behind the counter as you open the packet and insert one of the purple flavoured ones into your mouth Mm -hmm. Um, you chew until there's nothing left to swallow as the sweet has dissolved Um, this continues until the packet is empty Um, do I still need to pay for them you ask Captain Bilal nods the southern moon has risen Mm. Um, having paid for your items you head back to your condominium slaloming around the countless bodies strewn across the pavement with needles still in hand you walk up the stairs and insert your wooden key into the lock entering your home there is an intense smell of gravy your heart sinks as you enter the kitchen and notice your gravy has exploded all over the interior walls Mm. Um, well butter my ass you say 
that can be arranged, a voice says from the corner of the room. It's not who you think it is. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> this is when you notice your... I just don't know any to do any other voices. Oh, I got excited then. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is when you notice your gravy has evolved into the dreaded gravy monster called Kevin. Um, it runs towards you. What do you do? Oh, no options, just... Just like what do you do? There is a right answer, though. Oh, okay. Jeez, so. <laughs> okay. Um, well, he's made of gravy, presumably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to... You have to really consider the whole event of what's happened in order to get the correct answer. Okay. What did I buy from the shop in the end? The, um, the Sprite. You bought a Sprite and you already ate a packet of Skittles. So I've got Skittles in me and I've got a can of Sprite. Mm. I'm going to throw the Sprite on him. Yeah. And that'll hopefully cool him down and break down some of the molecules. And then I'm going to get a spatula and smack smack him down because mm. if he's liquid mm-hmm. he should just explode mm. so that's your answer is it yeah okay well close you went far away okay um so what you actually need to do right. is um you grab a spoon and you scrape some of the gravy off the walls and curtains yeah um you run outside and sensing the brown liquid on the spoon the heroin addicts spring to their feet and approach you like zombies oh, yeah. um you shepherd them up the stairs and into your room uh, the gravy monster recoils in horror. You hand out spoons to all of the smackheads and point them in the direction of the gravy monster. Um, former Inter Milan star Paul Ince abseils in through the window and gives a big thumbs up to the camera. Uh-huh. And that's that's it. Wow. It got a little cinematic towards the end, but yeah, that's oh. the correct answer, though. Oh well, I guess I didn't pass. You did quite well. Yeah. For for a rookie, like. Yeah. Um, do you want to hear about my week? Uh, yeah, go on in, yeah. Um, and my week is brought to you by Harley Davidson. <laughs> Discover the new iconic collection added to the legendary Harley Davidson family now. Mm. Um, get a little musical bed for this, shall we? Let's... Yeah. Let's turn that down a bit. There we go, that's nice. And this musical bed is brought to you by... <laughs> Woolworths, uh, get your pick a mix here at Woolworths. Um, okay, so this is my week. On Monday, I uh, rode through the desert on a horse with no name. Mm-hmm. Um, on Tuesday, I fell into a black hole. Oof. Um, on Wednesday, I co-hosted Good Morning Britain with Susanna Reid. Mm-hmm. On Thursday, I ate a camel. Yeah. Um, on Friday, I live streamed myself masturbating. Yeah. Um, on Saturday, I had an enema. Mm-hmm. At Craig's Bar? Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. The best enemas... In town. In, in the universe, I think mm. you could say. And finally, on Sunday, I saw you in that episode with that lamp. There you go. So that was my week. Brought to you by Harley Davidson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The new iconic collection. Yeah. Um, would you like some intercepted mail? Oh, yeah. Um, as you know, I'm in the actual building right now where I intercept your mail from. In fact, yep. I just got this from the letterbox as on the way in. Ah, okay. Um, so there you go. I haven't, I haven't read it yet. So. Oof. Well, speaking of Harley Davidson, I think this is his brother. Uh, so this is from Naughty Boy Davidson Limited. Ah, okay. That's a coincidence. Naughty Boy Davidson. Um, okay, I'll just read it out. Mm-hmm. Good morning. You have probably heard of our company... We are called Naughty Boy Davidson Limited, and we are committed to providing you with our premium guarantee. With extended warranty, you can extend your warranty period by up to three. 
Mm. We would like we would like to offer you a special 200% off bonus when you spend £30 or more of our new gift vouchers. Please see our website for more information on this. Well, what do you think about that, first of all? Um, so Let's break it down. Yeah. They're committed to providing me with a premium guarantee. doesn't mm. specify what the guarantee is. Um, but I can get an extended warranty which will allow me to extend my warranty period by up to three. Mm. But it doesn't specify three, what, hours, days, weeks. Maybe they haven't decided yet. That's true. Uh, they would also like to offer, they, well, it says we would like to offer you a special 200% off bonus. Wow. Um, well, that sounds quite good. Yeah. Apart from the typo. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it continues. Um, Naughty Boy Davidson Limited is also planning a big cruise, that's in capitals, Oof. sailing from Southampton mm-hmm. in 2022. Um, the big cruise will stop at Grimsby and Cardiff before heading aimlessly out to sea. Oh, that sounds... I don't know how it's going to get to Grimsby from Southampton. Yeah, you just go around, around the side and then up. And then round Scotland and then down to Cardiff. That sounds good. Uh, it's going to be... And then out to sea. Aimlessly out to sea. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a blast, so book your tickets soon to avoid any disappointments um, happening to you. To avoid any disappointments happening to you. This is a request that is natural. Yeah. <laughs> we hope to do business with you soon. Until then, Quam Bigsby, CEO and admin temp at Naughty Boy Davidson Limited. And it's got a little asterisk just to say website not yet complete. Oh. Oh, so they haven't got the website yet, but... Not bad. Um, and at the bottom there, they've got a picture, a photo of um, former WWF wrestler Tugboat. Well, maybe he's captain in the ship. Ah, yeah, that makes sense. Some rattling of doors there. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm up for the big cruise. Mm-hmm. Are you going? Um, I'm, I guess. Yeah, I'm being invited, but it's a request that is natural. Mm. So, so you've got to go. Yeah. With those natural requests, it's just part and parcel isn't it really so exactly hmm. would you like the veg rankings oh veg rankings are they back yeah the fruit rankings is um dissolved what they just dissolved fruit paul called me up he said they've dissolved i can't find them it's over until he finds them the fruits god he's was... all all fruits have dissolved there's no more fruits left in the world Oh no. But we've got the veg rankings, so okay. that's something at least. Um, so at number five, okay. uh, we have brizzocoli. Brizzocoli? Yeah. Ah. It's like green cauliflower. Okay. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's have the next one then, I suppose. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, number four, it's a delicious old Idaho potato. Oh, an Idaho potato. Mm hmm. Can't go wrong with an Idaho potato. Famous for making fries. Yeah. Uh, at number three, um, we've got Euro '96, the football tournament. Oh, the greatest football tournament of all time. Apart from World Cup '98, but yeah. Mm, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, you might be right there. Uh, at number two, uh, you've got Swede. Ah, uh, like a person from Sweden. No, no, the vegetable, the root vegetable, Swede. Oh. Um, and number one. <laughs> it's a good old-fashioned turnip. 
Oh. There you go. Turnip um, Craig. Yeah, Turnip Turnip. Wife of um, Craig Craig, the owner of Craig's Bar. Great mm-hmm. first time listeners. Exactly. Uh, on a food related note, um, I went to a Michelin star restaurant this week. Do you want to uh, run the menu by you and then you can say what, what you would or wouldn't have been interested in eating? Yeah, go on then. Okay, um, so the starters were um, they had magic turkey with an iron dust marinade. Oh, uh, no, I, I won't. No, um, porridge with roasted grapefruit skin, fried otter sweat, um, served up on a map of Antarctica. Mm. Yeah, I'll take that. Um, the vegan option was cold liquid in a cocktail glass with a bucket of breadcrumbs. Oh, no, I I'll have the other one. Yeah. Uh, okay, the dinner options um, were uh, coffee-infused blood clot. Oof. Um, I'll hear them all and I'll pick which one I'm okay. going to have here. Um, parboiled schoolboy wrapped in lettuce leaves and body slammed onto a mahogany table onto the mahogany table of a Pulitzer Prize winning author. Wow, that's sounding good so far. Mm, that's top level cooking. Yeah. Uh, the vegan option was 43 minutes of judo. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty good as well. This is tough. Mm. I'm going to have to go with the schoolboy option. Okay. Um Schoolboy Q. Parboiled schoolboy wrapped in lettuce leaves and body slammed onto the mahogany table of a Pulitzer Prize winning author. Yeah. It wasn't Schoolboy Q, was it? No. I'll go with the judo one then. Okay, th- 43 minutes of judo. Yeah. Okay. Um, the dessert options were um, mice wrestling in a padding pool, uh, paddling pool of Belgian chocolate. That sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, elephant knockers with a raspberry drizzle. That's, yeah, that's better. I'm thinking that. And the vegan option was a uh, mango sorbet. Oh, I'll go with the elephant knockers. <laughs> okay, there you go then. Um, Michelin star restaurant I went to. He's next night. Um, what have we got here? Oh, I was um on over the weekends. I was interviewing some celebrities about Marlon Brando and some of his sexual exploits. Marlon Brando, the actor. Yeah, he was known opposed for... to other Marlon Brandos that I know of. <laughs> yeah, mm. he was known for um. His sexual exploits mm-hmm. and these are some celebrities talking about some sexual exploits that they had with the actor Marlon Brando uh, this is Chris Elliott I enjoyed doing him I think probably the most because it was, it was the easiest to do yeah mm-hmm. it's quite easy to do apparently uh, this is Dennis Hopper talking about his uh, time with Brando yeah, that's a show all the time I have so many you know, deep feelings about Brando <clears throat> um, and uh, between Montgomery Clift and Marlon Brando, uh, they were, uh, they just changed my whole life. Montgomery Clift. Yeah. What sort of name is that? <laughs> the great Montgomery Clift. And uh, finally, Francis Ford Coppola about his uh, exploits with Marlon Brando. I mean, Marlon Brando was an extraordinary person. He'd come in and go, huh? And that meant put little salami out. Maybe you would like to fool around a little and improvise. There we go. Oh, what does that mean? <laughs> he'd he'd come in and he'd go rah, and they meant and he get his get his salami little, out, get a little salami out, and uh, maybe wha- you want to fool around and whap his salami out on the yeah. table. Wow. Yes, so there we go. Just some little investigating I've been doing. Mm. That reminds me, actually. Um, I've been getting cat called a lot this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I just noted down some of the cat calls I've received from uh, builders working on building sites. <laughs> okay. Um, so one of them shouted, "Get your dick out, pal!" <laughs> Classic. Uh, another one said, "Oi, oi, give a look at your pecs." <laughs> yeah. And another one said, "Four, I wouldn't mind combing his beard for nits." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, hopefully I don't get any more 
Any more cat calling? I, I don't bloody like it. Yeah. yeah. I know, I hate it. Mm. It's disgusting. Though. My pecs. Yeah. That was really loud. <laughs> that was quite loud. We should uh, maybe put a little, record a little warning before that on the episodes <laughs> just to give. Uh, just in case um, we'll just yell rewind. really loud there's going to be a loud sound <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. and if anyone wants to rewind and listen to the episode again this is your warning to turn it down before that bit yeah rewind it um, and do people still rewind it or do they just click on a different point of the episode now uh, they still I think you, you still rewind yeah okay. I still listen to everything on cassette okay re- rewind it about 30 seconds turn your volume down and then you'll get to hear it at a reasonable volume yeah. If you can still hear, that is. If there's yeah. not blood pouring out of your ears. Question. Question. Yeah, I'm ready. If you could have a sexual interaction mm-hmm. with any dead celebrity... Oh, God, yeah. ...in any location, mm-hmm. what would the sexual interaction be? Which dead celebrity would it be with? Mm-hmm. And which location would you like it to take place in? Right. Are they dead during the sexual activity? Or are they, yeah. Do they come alive... For that, uh, no, they will be dead. But the sexual interaction doesn't necessarily have to be physical. You could be saying something sexual to them. Okay, it's that makes it a lot more bearable. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'd like to choose someone who recently died, but I can't think of any. I haven't been through the uh, celeb obituaries recently. Actually, it's quite strange that over the last year, not that many celebrities have died. None have died during COVID. Yeah. None. And think of the year before that, it was everyone was dying. Yeah, everyone died. Yeah. Okay, um, I'll select. Um, hmm, I don't know. I can't think of any celebrities who have died. <laughs> Prince, he was fairly He recent. did die, yeah. Okay, um, I'd select Prince. <laughs> okay. Um, my, Quite a saucy one to select as well. Yeah, it is. Um, I would just do a sweet whispering in his ear what would you say I'd say you look really nice (laughs) okay and at what location would you like that to take place in Um, I'll just do it in his hometown Minneapolis uh, Minnesota okay yeah it's better not to move him around isn't it really if he's dead is that where he's buried though oh I assume so a man of the world he could be anywhere could be in Paris New York pretty sure he died in his hometown and I'm pretty sure he's probably buried there well there we go Question. I don't know if that's true or not, but he might not even be dead. Who knows? Uh, I'm picking Tupac. Oh, you're with Tupac. I'm picking Tupac. It's too much um, digging up, um, trying to find prints. It's going to be difficult. Okay. So I'm just going to go with Tupac. And you do the same thing. Same thing. Yeah. In, still in the uh, same place in Minneapolis. Yeah, I'd dr- yeah, I'd bring him there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and that um, question was brought to you by the Kismet Beast. Oof. Experience the spice. Mm. Spice box. Uh, is it time for the the letters, the emails oh, that we got we've from had, people? Yeah, so I think we put out a call to for some questions. We've got an email. Yes, an email from uh, Whippy Atlanta. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, thanks for the email, Whippy. And Whippy asks us, what are your thoughts on Speedos? Oof. Uh, um, For any first-time listeners, a Speedo (laughs) is an item of sort of a bit of underwear you wear, like the smallest kind of pant. Not quite a thong. Yeah. 
and you wear them to work to uh, to work to work <laughs> to work. You wear them to work. If you work at Craig's Bar, yeah, um, which most people do nowadays. Yeah, working from you do like distance work now, don't they at Craig's? So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I've got a problem with them. Um, I prefer a thong. Yeah. Yeah, in the pool. Or, in the pool. Yeah. yeah, but in Craig's, I prefer speedos. So. Um, you need something quite robust in Craig's for all the fluids that come out of you. Mm. Uh, I think it's... Personally, I think you can give your own opinion on this, but I think um, having a bit of like tuft coming out the side is quite good. Oh, yeah. Bit of tuft, bit of groinal tuft coming out the side there. Groinal tuft. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the name of the episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I like Speedos. I endorse them. I wear them fairly often. I like a pink Speedo mm. on a Friday. And on a Saturday, I like a green Speedo. And on a Sunday, I like a blue Speedo. And on a Monday, I like a brown Speedo. Mm-hmm. And on a Tuesday, I like a grey Speedo. And on a Wednesday, I like a purple Speedo. And on a Thursday, I like an orange Speedo. And on a Friday, I like a white Speedo. Mm-hmm. That's quite comprehensive. Yeah. Yeah. I hope um, that answers your question, uh, Whippy Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. I'm happy with that answer. And I like them to be made of wool. Woolly, woolly speedos, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like synthetic wool. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. I got one. Um. It is from Wamberto, Lebanon. Oof. And it says, "Hi, Chimpos." The correct. Uh, way of addressing us mm-hmm. um, I have been having trouble with my cheese hat um, when I am out in public my cheese hat attracts a lot of attention from other living organisms can you suggest anything oh it's a difficult one mm. I mean I've moved on past the cheese hat that is quite old school I like a sausage hat nowadays but don't we all yeah I would say try smothering it in mayonnaise mm yeah cheese and mayonnaise hat yeah. usually does the job um, it does with mine anyway when I wear mine out yeah um, and if you can be accompanied by Simon Mayo as well mm-hmm. that helps the radio DJ yeah yeah um, yeah also if you just if you wear your cheese hat but accompany it with a nice like yellow pair of speedos as well mm. you'll be colour synchronised and you'll be wearing speedos and a cheese hat yeah I like wearing yellow speedos on a Sunday yeah with some cool vegan mayo mm. yeah. um, I hope that answers your question anyway um, we've also got one from um, the beast of Bobby Moore um, but oh. Moore is spelled M-O-O-R I don't know if that's a typo and Bobby Moore is a place oh yeah uh-huh. or whether or not it is actually the beast of the footballer Bobby Moore well, listeners, email us. Let us know what you think. Pit of chimps at um, com. Yeah. Um, so it says here, are you sure? And if not, then are you links? Are you links? Are you sure? Mm. Um, S-U-R-E. <laughs> oh, I see what they're doing. And if not, then are you links? The L Y N X. I see. I'm. Uh, Have you decoded the message? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm um, Ted Baker. Oof. 
high end. Mm, I'm uh, man cave, <laughs> uh, eucalyptus flavor. Oh, roll on as well. Oh, mm, I've recently changed to roll on, so I didn't used to like them. But I've never liked a roll on. Mm, but I've changed my mind. I'm mm. now a roll on sort of guy. I like roll on mayonnaise. Mm. Roll on mayonnaise. Roll on mayonnaise. Roll on mayonnaise. So yeah. Any, uh, anything else? Any other messages from uh, the fans? Clark. It's just just says Clark. Ah. Just mailed in, and she asks, uh, "What's your favorite kind of um, like amp seepage?" What? <laughs> this is what she asks. Like, see, what, from a musical amp? Uh, I guess so. Um, my favourite amp, see, which would be sweet, sweet music. Ah, nice, yeah. Mm. With, uh, ma- with mayo. With mayo. With mayo, um, spread all over the top of the amp. Yeah. I like a bit of uh, mayonnaise mm. uh, seepage from my amps. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Clark. Yeah. Good luck to you. Yeah. So long, Clark. So long. Good night and good luck. Yeah. So long. Never message us again. Yeah. No other emails for anyone? No, but if anyone else wants to email us, um, p- put your banger on your computer yeah. and make sweet love to it. Take, all, you can take your laptop completely apart and then reassemble it again mm. and then send us an email at pitterchimps at gmail.com. It'll only work if you take your computer apart fully first and yeah. then... So it's back together again. So um, I did mention earlier on that I went to Craig's Bar this week. Yeah. During the because it's been controversial there, so I wanted to go down there and have a look what was going on. Oh yeah. Um, so as you know, they're understandably, understandably a bit miffed about like the recent investigations caused by Land Dallas. Yeah. And his lies. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, but I, I went there and um, Louis Figo was working on a new project. Oh, excellent. Um, so as you know, um, the Euro 2020 football tournament is um, about to start this week, yeah. even though it's 2021 now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they still haven't they haven't changed the name to 2021. They're just I'm, keeping it as 2020. I'm happy, I'm happy with that. Um, and as you know, Craig's has qualified. Yeah. Um, but they're, they are also the reigning champions previously competing under their former name Portugal mm-hmm. um, before the buyout of the country last year. Um, Figo has now been appointed head coach um, good uh, and well he's been taking the players through their paces at Craig's Bar yeah. uh, in preparation for the tournament um, so I observed the training session and I noted down some of the routines oh okay yeah um, I won't go into too much here but um, this was one of this was the circuit that I observed um, so they did three times star jumps mm-hmm. uh, five times uh, nude squats over dog dirt mudslide yeah. Uh, as you know, one of the premier cocktails at Craig's Bar. Yep. Um, seven times erect thrusting. Ooh. Uh, 20 minutes of heavy petting. Right. Um, five times rusty trombone. Uh, two times anal bleaching. Oh, well, nice, yeah. And a 20 kilometer crawl around the bar and disco floor space. Wow. Um, and then they repeated that circuit six times. Oof, yeah. That's heavy. I mean, they're going to be in great shape. Yeah, um, Figo then personally inspected the holes of each player uh, before sending them for a complimentary hot shower, which was overseen by Future. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, the players then uh, re-emerged and united together for a Craig's Bar lunch, featuring their famous six-foot curly sausage. Oof. Um, so they're getting ready. They're going to be super contenders at this tournament. 
Yeah. Well, no one else is going to be doing that kind of preparation. I did hear North Macedonia were doing something quite similar. Oh. So, then my, uh, fav- my second favourite is behind Craig's. Mm. North Macedonia. Um, do you want a poem? <laughs> yeah, go on then. This is a new feature. Oh, let's get the... Uh, it's very casual, but yes, I will have one. The old new segment, Siren. It's a new segment. A new segment. Liquid segment. Liquid segment. Um, so I'm going to read a famous poem every week. Um, uh, let's get a little bit of a bed. That's nice. That's nice. Nice musical bed. Uh, this poem, um, everyone will be familiar with this. It's by the famous poet East 17. And it's um, <laughs> yeah. Steam uh-huh. by East 17. <clears throat> Call me for the pleasure, you can call me for the pain. Call me on the phone or on the mental plane. I'll be the freak you need, I contain what you came for. Come without karma to destruct the dance floor. Rise to the top, never stop, drop like cream. You bring the body and I'll bring the steam. You bring the body and I'll bring the steam. Love can love you. Love can heal you. Love can see you. Love can feel you. Love can warm you, oh babe. Love can calm you. Love will help you. Love won't harm you. Steam. Steam. There's no need to be afraid. Steam. Steam. Let the lake of love flow. Steam. Steam. Tonight, let's become one soul. Steam. 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 What was that? What was that? Steam. What was the poem called? It was called Steam. Steam. Okay. By East Seventeen. Mm. Famous poets. Mm. That's, yeah, that's and nice. um, that poem was brought to you by a ham sandwich. Ham sandwich. No better. Just ham. <laughs> yeah. uh, which reminds me, the ham and eggs cup is soon. The third yes. um, one, I think, or whatever. Um, I think, yeah, I think it's the third edition of the ham and eggs. But there are no qualifiers as it stands, so oh. we have to wait for that to happen. Ah, uh, okay. Before the draw can take place. Um, did we have an update on the old uh, Sylvia Plath story from last week? I have. I've been looking for. I've have been looking forward to it. So I can follow. I can read that now. Okay. Um, before I do, I just have to let everyone know that this story is. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I just did that one. We'll leave that. Mm-hmm. We can edit that out. <laughs> we'll keep it in. Um. <laughs> Let's get a musical bed this time. Here we go. So, uh, for first-time listeners, this is um, an unheard Sylvia Plath short story that I've gotten hold of. Brought to you by Coca-Cola, ice cold. Uh, this this story is called Slazenger Jones and the Frothy Schlong. <clears throat> Brought to you by Nike. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Slazenger Jones slipped on the slipped on the discarded ham sandwich. Fucking heck, love. You've got a whole ham sarni down here, and there you are, eating worms. Marjorie paused her munching and investigated the object closely. Anklebert Humperdink, you're right. She threw the half-eaten gaggle of worms she'd been chewing onto the ground and picked up the sandwich. As it was approximately five centimetres from her mouth and about a 59 degree angle from her face, Slashinger leapt up and grabbed her arm. Oh, you slack-ass bitch. What about me? 
You just said you were going it alone. It was true. Before he'd slipped on the just-ham, no-butter sandwich, he'd been boasting about how he'd been granted three wishes by a genie. He said he didn't need Marjorie's crazy get-witch-crick schemes anymore and was leaving her to become rich and famous. They'd met ten years ago when Marjorie fell off a ferris wheel and onto Slazenger's pet Alsatian. Um, the dog died instantly, but the love between the two homeless crackheads had just begun. Slazenger commented on how she was a fallen angel. Marjorie threw up on his shoes and told him to piss off. Their relationship continued in this manner for the next ten years. Every month, Marjorie would come up with a new get-rich-quick scheme that would keep them occupied. Street food made from dog dirts, socks made from disused light bulbs, Tai Chi lessons in the park. These were just a few of the things they tried to sell. But the schemes always ended the same way, with Slazenger and Marjorie chowing down on worms because they couldn't afford a meal. However, on this particular occasion, Slazenger seemed certain that their, or more accurately his, luck had changed. He was on his way to visit their friend Kenneth, the singing pygmy. As he approached the flyover under which he lived, he heard a loud commotion and saw a flashing light. Suddenly, a rather large meaty figure appeared and gut-wrenched powerbombed Kenneth. The figure then climbed a nearby fence and elbow-dropped him. As Slashinger cautiously stepped forward to get a better look, he realised the figure was none other than former WWF wrestler Test. Oof. Fucking heck, the most feared specimen on the planet, he whispered to himself. As Test arose from the devastating manoeuvre, he said something that Slashinger couldn't quite make out from where he was hiding. All he heard was, I, Test, grant you three wishes. Choose them carefully, for they shall be your last. Slashinger rushed back to Marjorie to gloat about his newfound luck and considered what he may wish for when he returns to the spirit of Test. Oof. To be continued. Beautiful. And that was brought to you by Tesco Maple and uh, Nut Crisp Breakfast Cereal. What a fucking breakfast. <laughs> Oof. There we go. Mmm. Another Sylvia Plath exclusive story. In the books. Put it on our Wikipedia page. Yeah. Say we sent you. Oh, Simon, do you um, do you remember the time when uh, we worked for the LAPD and we were trying to bring down a ruthless drug lord and he incriminated us with a falsified evidence and we ended up in a maximum security prison where an almost endless parade of inmates previously incarcerated by us were waiting for us and uh, we needed to put our differences aside to come up with a good plan not only to escape the jail's walls, but also to even the score with the evil kingpin who put us behind bars. Mm-hmm. I do remember that, yeah. yeah it was, uh... But it turned out in the end that the jail was on a boat. Yeah. Mm. And after we escaped, we still couldn't get off the boat. Yeah. Well, all's well ends well. Mm-hmm. Ah. That almost sounds like a movie plot. No. Don't be silly. But that is a great segue into our movie segue. Um, plot. And thing. this movie pitch is brought to you by denim. <laughs> denim. Feel the soft press of denim against your skin today. Mm. Denim. One of the top fabrics. Yeah. I like a denim speedo as well. Denim speedos are quite good, yeah. Denim socks as well. Yeah. Yeah. My grandma used to have a denim tie. Oh, nice. Mm. She used to wear it at all times. Um, oh, right, yeah. Should we phone... Um, but not necessarily around her neck. Less phone... Yeah, uh, we've we're gonna have. Oh, there we go. Digital's masculine. That's good. We've got um two 
two. Uh, we got two. We got two. Both of them. I was meant to give one a heads up. Hang on. Let me just. You talk for a bit. I can't talk and do this. I'll just uh, give you some more numbers if you like. Oh yeah, give me give the audience some numbers. All right. Um, you can just play along at home. Um, so, uh, just select which numbers you like. Really, three, seventeen, forty-seven, one hundred and sixty-six, and uh, two hundred and what's the what's the biggest number I know? Two hundred and twelve. Oh, that's a big one. Yeah. This is uh, Eddie Spagball, we're just calling in. Eddie. Top movie, movie producer at Amazib Peen. Mm -hmm. Hello? Hello, is that Eddie Spagball? Yes, Eddie speaking. Hello, oh. it's... Who am I speaking to, please? It's Simon and Tom at the Pit of Chimps podcast. Oh, you know, guys, how are you? It's been a long, long time. Uh, I, I, I hope you're well. And I'm looking forward to to speaking to you today. We're hanging. We're hanging in there. Yeah, it's been a long Good. time. I'm just, just hanging in there, Kitty. Yeah, on the washing line. I'm just gonna try and call in. Bob Um, the uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna try and call in uh, the producer at Amazon Prime Yugoslavia, Jack Rice, who we've been working with recently. So I'll just try oh. and add him to the call now. Fantastic. Just, you know. Jack hold. Rice oh. is a, a really good friend of mine. Yep. Uh, I'm looking forward to speaking to him too. I'll just pop you on hold. Uh, right. Yeah, well, you're still there at the moment, but hang on. There, there we go. Cool. And that part of the phone call was brought to you by <laughs> Ken's Fish and Chip Shop. Get some fucking fish. Jack Rice did ask for this. 15 minutes advance warning and I forgot, so... He is a busy man. Yeah. And this ringing is actually brought to you by Dr. Pepper. Welcome to the O2 oh. messaging service. Well, that's the not good. The person you are calling is unable to take your call. Let's try him again, and then if he doesn't answer, the we'll just leave a message after the tone. Let's swap. Oh, I've accidentally put him on hold. Hang on. I'm going to put you back on hold, Eddie. We're having some technical difficulties. And these technical difficulties are brought to you Here by uh, Pirelli tyres. Um, slap some Pirelli tyres on your car, son. <laughs> Let's try calling him again. Here we go. Here we go. This second attempt is brought to you by Budweiser, <laughs> our chief sponsor. Speaking. Hello, is that Jack Rice? Yeah, Jack Rice speaking. <laughs> oh, hang on. Okay, it's uh, Tom and Simon at the Pit of Chimps podcast. Who? It's Tom and Simon at the Pit of Chimps podcast. Yo. I've never heard of this. Uh, yeah, no, no, go ahead. Um, are you, what, is this like, uh, is this like um, when there was O2 things? Are you, are you asking me if I'm happy with my contract or something? Or? I'm very, no. is this Jack Rice? <laughs> It is Jack Rice, yeah. It's like Rio's <laughs> football wind-ups, or whatever it was called. <laughs> We're calling to pitch a movie idea to you um, for Amazon Peem Yugoslavia. Oh. Okay, well, uh, yeah, all right, that sounds good to me. I'm mm. just going to, we've lost Eddie Spagball on the call, so I'm just going to have to call him back. I'll just pop you on hold. Oh. Uh, okay. 
Um, right, let's give. <coughs> Oof. Here we go. Sorry. It's okay. It's a bit sick. <laughs> that cough was brought to you by Top Shop. <laughs> uh. Get some Top Shops now. Yeah. Dot com. Hello. Hello, Eddie. Hang on, I think we've if we can m- merge the calls. What? Here we go. Are you both there? What? What is going on, guys? Oh. Oh. Guys, I don't. <laughs> Eddie. Are, are we all here? Are you not gonna kick me off again, guys? I'm gonna. My time is precious. It's a. It's a, We had some technical issues, but we've got you and Jack Rice on the call now. Ah, okay. Jack Rice. Yeah. Yeah. How are you, Jack? Thank you for uh, uh, being online the other day uh, on the call with the guys. You know, you, you, you're really impressive, Jack. You know, and I'm not surprised because because you are the star of Amazon Yugoslavia. So, so kudos to you. Well, thank you uh, very much, um, uh, Eddie uh, Eddie Spagbolt or whatever your name is, Eddie. Um, <laughs> Who, should we, who wants to go first? Do you want to go first? Simon? I don't mind, I don't mind. Simon's um, going to go first. If that's okay with you guys. Oh, before you do go first, I think Eddie okay. has got some very sad news to announce about his um, his son's bag. Oh. Oh, me? Oh, yeah, Spag. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, I almost forgot, actually, guys. So, yeah, the, the bad news, you know, and it's really, really bad. And, you know, I don't want, you, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but, and Jack, I know you'll be upset in particular. But, you know, unfortunately, uh, Spag uh, has has died. Uh, it was, it, it you know, you because the last time we spoke, I believe that I, I, myself uh, and Spag, you know, we were working through some issues, okay? Mm. You know, we all know this. We all know this. And and what we had to do was we, we, we arranged for a father-son retreat. Uh, and, you know, unfortunately, what happened was that, that Spag, when we, we were out in the wild, you know, uh, and Spag, you know, unfortunately, he slipped on a ridge and went tumbling into a canyon. Uh, and before I knew it, you know, he I, I looked over the ridge and there was a bear on him already. And you know, he had no, there was no chance. He slipped on a ridge. No, 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 a ridge. Oh, I was very right. Yeah. Yeah, look, a ridge. Uh, but, you know, anyway, the, this is the thing, you know, he was a nice guy, he was a good guy. You know, I didn't know him for too long. I didn't know him for too long, but, you know, as they say, as they say, life moves on. And, you know, I, I, I'd just like to sort of summarize that. You, I, and another thing about this was with that, you know, Dr. Oka came in and did the eulogy uh, at his uh, at his funeral, uh, which which was really good. And, you know, and, and as Spag would say, you know, I, he would say, I wouldn't piss on your house, even if your chips were on fire. And I know that is a bit confusing, but I leave you to think about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a re- really beautiful yeah. eulogy. I, 
Dr. Oiker also did the catering, I'm told. That's incredible. Well, anyway, we've got, some, we've got some movie ideas, if, if they're interest, of any interest to you. I'm sorry to just find out about the death of your son and, um, and my best friend as well. Um, it's the first time we're hearing about their son. So I looked at the funeral. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, anyway, life goes on. For your kind words, um, Jack Rice, thank you. He might come he, back. He thought, so, he thought so highly of you, Jack. You know, you know. I, I, I remember when he, he worked with you on a film. Uh, it was, I think it was based on a book called uh, the, the Complete Works of Alan, which was, as you know, it was the, the autobiography of uh, Alan Tate's March. And, uh, really? you know, you, you guys did so well in putting that together. Uh, and, uh, and and yeah, bless you both. Was he there? I I um I I mean we we were best friends. So I I was he there? You know in that uh, in that project? Yeah, he was. And you remember? I mean, it was a while ago now, Jack. But you you, you remember because this was actually your idea where. Where, where what happened was that the producer, a lot of the executives in the board, they said, how are you going to turn this film about Alan Tate's March into, you know, something for the young people, something for the youngsters? How are they yeah. going to engage? And that's yeah. when you had the most, the greatest idea, Jack. And you said, you said, you just all you need to do is just change the name of the film. Well, you just do it, just change the name of the film and they will come. So you just yeah. call it Kawash Mystery Sex or and it went down really, really well with the board. But but the bad thing was was that you didn't you know change any of the, of the sort of the content really. So it was just it was just Phil Tufnell who who played Alan Titzmarsh uh, just gardening for an hour and a half, and it, it failed testing. But but still, it was a good it was worthwhile exercise. Yeah, learning uh, curve. Well, I hope that we hear some more of these uh, iconic uh, productions today then with Simon and Tom. Yes, and speaking of which, Simon, do you want to go okay. with your movie idea? Yeah, so my movie idea is uh, it's called Ken Leslie's Hot Summer, um, and it will be directed by Steve-O, you know, the guy from, from Jackass? Um, okay. Oh, yeah. So the date is the date in the film, not right now, is the 24th of June, 90,210. Um, the Hot Summer's son beats down on Ken Leslie. The, propriet the proprietor of a smoked meat deli and grill as he lays on the hot sands of Daytona USA Beach. He is listening to a CD of the soundtrack to the Sega CD game Daytona USA while playing the video game Daytona USA on a handheld emulator purchased off Wish.com or equivalent. Um, he is as relaxed as can be. He smiles, the sun reflects off his glasses, he ascends into the next plane of existence as his clothes melt away, revealing his hardware to the Omniverse. Um, the credits roll to Lucky by Radiohead. Wow. How long is this uh, film, please, Simon? Uh, uh, 180 minutes. 180 minutes, thank you. Okay. Mm -hmm. That is transcending. That's really good. You know, it's 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 quite. It is a lot to think about in this one. You know, mm. Jack, Jack. What I'm thinking here is that you know they are set in this film in in what was the year? 
90,210. Oh, great. So, Jack, that will give us an opportunity to play with some prosthetics, you know, how people will look in the future. And I'm thinking that, you know, you know, we have got, we have got the king, Len Chutney, who can come in. He's the, he is the master of prosthetics. Uh, you know, that, I, th- I think you're quite close to him and you worked with him on some projects, so that is a possibility. That could get off the ground quite quickly. Glenn, uh, Glenn Chutney? No, 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 no! Len Chutney! Oh, oh my mistake. That, that must I be someone else. King, I've, I've, yeah. I've worked with him before. Um, I, I, I mean, yeah, um, it, I, I completely agree with you. Um, you know, a chance to play with some uh, prosthetics here and... Uh, you know, and we, you know, um, uh, we'd be able to map out, you know, this the progression of, you know, um, you know, the rate of progression, I suppose, with uh, fashion and um, uh, behaviour, things like that, just to accurately predict the year ninety thousand two hundred and ten. Um, so yeah, I think this would be a well, you know, not to downplay, you know, Tom's upcoming pitch, but you know. I was thinking there could be some prosthetic groins in the film. I I would say that was necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I'm going to bridge you now. I'm not going to even consider your film anymore without use of prosthetic groins. Um, and Eddie Murphy, yeah. Eddie Murphy is confirmed for the opening uh, credits. Okay. Fantastic. And Simon, you yeah. know, you talk about this 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 beach, the Daytona Beach. How do you see it looking, you know, in, in this yacht? Because this is far into the future. Yeah, so basically um, the sand will all be like digital. So each grain of sand will be like um, digital sand. And then there'll be like digital sort of NASCAR racing cars, like all around, like half buried in the sand. Wow. Okay, I like it. I really, really like this. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. You, 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 because you are on board, Simon. You, you are tapped into. The, you got your finger on the pulse. You got your finger on the pulse of what the people want. The young people. You know, this is what they like. Okay, this is what they, they, they want. The digital. Okay, mm. they want the digital sound. Yeah. You know, it's augmented. So Aug- augmented so, sound. So, yeah, absolutely. And these focus groups that I presume you've held have really paid off for you so so well done well, I'm happy that the focus group uh, liked my film as well it's about bloody time to be honest well hold your horses because I've got a hell of a pitch here here we go so yeah. my film is going to be called Toosies um, and here we go Dildo and Tonk are twins the result of an experiment to produce the perfect child to the surprise of the scientists, the embryo split and the twins were born. The mother, Feisty Bird, was told that Tonk died at birth and not told about Dildo at all. Dildo was placed in an orphanage and believed his mother abandoned him. He escaped from the orphanage and later became a small-time criminal in Los Angeles. Tonk was raised on an island by Professor Wang, who put him through physical training and extensive study. Tonk believed Feisty Bird died during childbirth. Um, Each twin was unaware of the other's existence. On Tonk's 35th birthday, Wang finally tells him about Dildo and he goes to Los Angeles to find him. Tonk tracks Dildo down in jail and bails him out. He meets Dildo's girlfriend, Klakakunuwawa, 
and enters a romantic relationship with her twin sister, Gord. Uh, Dildo shows Tonk a document he stole from the orphanage that shows their mother is still alive, um, but believing that she abandoned him at birth, Dildo shows no interest in finding her. Tonk finds out that their mother is linked to someone called Dr. Flophouse, who is in New Mexico, and wants to find him to track her down. Uh, Dildo steals a car and finds a copy of Robocop on VHS in the trunk that was to be delivered to Beetroot McKinley in Houston uh, in return for $5 million. So Dildo decides to pose as the delivery man, Kevin Webster, and deliver the VHS himself so he can collect the money and pay off his debts. Uh, he reluctantly allows Tonk, Klakakunuwawa, and Gord to accompany him to New Mexico in order to find Dr. Flophouse on his way to Houston. The real delivery man, Kevin Webster, begins pursuing them. Uh, in New Mexico, Dr. Flophouse reveals that their mother lives in Santa Fe, um, and then Dildo abandons the rest of them and goes to Houston to deliver the BHS to Beetroot. Tonk chases after him and uh, finds him seconds after the exchange with Beetroot has happened. Kevin Webster appears and kills Beetroot, demanding the money from Dildo. Uh, Dildo kills him by dropping a heavy chain onto him and burying him. Tonk and Dildo start a consulting firm. Their publicity reaches Feisty Bird and she learns that her sons are alive. She tracks them down where they share a warm reunion. Sometime later, Tonk and Dildo marry Gord and Klakaku Nuwawa and both marriages produce twin children. And that's the film. And I've got um, Arnold Schwarzenegger wow. on board to play uh, Tonk, and I've got Danny DeVito to play Dildo. Wow. Well, uh, well, who is okay. to play Beatrick McKinley? I think somebody might be on the call from Craig's bar. Craig's Yugoslavia, perhaps? Uh, uh, Beatrice McKinley will be played by um, what's his name? Uh, the guy who played Kevin Webster. Can anyone else hear a, uh, a baby or something? I think Jack no, Rice might no, be recording from um, Craig's Yugoslavia. Can we just cut him off? <laughs> Hello? Jack Rice? Is that you? Have you regressed into a baby? <laughs> Ah, it sounds to me like the baby has gone. No, uh, I it's dissolved. Um, I did momentarily. Oh, he's back. He's back. Um, but I, I were you were you uh, in ba I, I, in baby form? Were you able to comprehend Tom's film? It was quite convoluted. Um, well, I will actually, say that. I, I think it actually uh, uh, enabled um, some very useful insight. Um, uh, Eddie, I. Yeah, you know uh, there, there is. Uh, it, it, it is quite prime importance that um, you know. It, you know, it's kind of for the kids, and you want to make sure they can get on board. And how can we appeal? Um, well, you know, it, it, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not I, I, sure. I, 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 absolutely, Jack. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree with you. You know, I, I, we're always on the same page. Uh, you know, you know. I, I think that. I think that you're talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, and uh, who's the and uh, Danny DeVito. Mm -hmm. You know, you know that, that, that I, I see them in this film actually, but uh, maybe not as the lead characters. You know, I, I, I think that Orville and Rod Hull are available. Oh, they okay. they, they could be very uh, interested in this. 
Um, they could play Dildo and Tonk. Or do you think they would be better off playing Klaka, Kunu, Wawa and Gord? Yeah, possibly, possibly. Or maybe they could both play Kevin Webster. That's true, yeah. There's lots of possibilities. I also heard that uh, yeah. Noam Chomsky is uh, interested. Is he? Mm. Hold on, who else? Um... They only charge 10p apart now. 10p apart? <laughs> 10p apart. A, ba- oh. a bath. Oh, Tempe Abbas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's chocolate, you know. <laughs> um, so, sorry, I, I, that's right. Okay. Now I know why this sounds a bit familiar. Um, <laughs> what? What? Is, isn't it, it, Tom, isn't your film potentially going to be at auction uh, by Paul Foch? Oh, Paul Foch auction. <laughs> Paul Foch. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Fosh auction auctions. Uh, I mean, it could be. It could be auction. The film could be distributed via Paul Fosh auction, and that's the um, only way you get he... to see it. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. So, so you are at, right. I see. So we're actually in business with them. Um, he was asking me uh, um, because it is a previous identity. Um, however. Um, he, he was making it clear that he wants to uh, uh, sponsor um, uh, your show. So if you just email oh. him or something or fax him okay. or something like that. Which film wow. are you picking anyway? Which which film are we going with? You know, guys, I, t- I think that you, you, uh, Jack has given Jack Rice has given you a really good idea because you know everybody knows about the all powerful Paul Fosh. Okay, <laughs> so. It is really important that you reach out to him, and and, uh, 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 and yeah, he, he will make a good sponsor. So I really recommend him, and I vouch for him. So so this is a good avenue for you. Mm. Uh, yeah, you. Jack, you maybe you could fax the the number, fax his number, um, guys. Yeah, I will. Um, I'll have to go and buy a fax machine first, but um, I will do that probably by tomorrow morning, uh, if not by tonight. Um, Who doesn't have a fax okay, machine? Okay, that's good. But um, I, Eddie, um, my mind uh, about the film, um, I think maybe what... Wait, 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 Jack, before you, before you say your answer, Jack, I, I, I think that, you know, you know I, basically I can read your mind, okay? So I, I think that I, I think that what would be good is is if after three we both say the film that we want because because Jack because we're both gonna pick the same film you know that's how we work. Mine was called yeah. Twosies. <laughs> what? Mine mine was called Twosies. Um, yeah, okay. that was Twosies. Simon, what was yours called again? Uh, mine's called Ken Leslie. Ken Ken Leslie's Hot Summer, and I forgot to mention. That um, Lloyd Grossman will be playing Ken Leslie. Wow! 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 You, I, I, okay, this changes everything, Jack. See you. Okay. Okay. After no, three. I, I don't think. I, I, I think we can. I think we're ready, Jack. We can do it after three. Uh, okay. Would you like to count? Who? Uh, I, I, I can say who's who's going to count. I don't know how to count to three. So. Okay, I'll count. I'll count. Ready. I think there's a delay. But... Yeah. 
One. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Are we going on three or, or after? On three. <laughs> I'll just say three, um, and then at the same time that I say three, you say the name of the film. Ready? Three. What? Okay. <laughs> you say three? I'll say three. Oh, and you say three, and then we say after. Okay. At the same time. Why don't we do ABC instead? Yeah, should we do ABC instead? Oh, oh, followed yeah. by one, two, three. Is that what you mean? A, B, C. Yeah, A, B, C in, instead of one, two, three. So on C, okay, so, you say the name. So, so A, B, C, film. A, B, C, film. There. Yeah, ready? Okay. A, B, C, film. B, C, film. Can I let me hot summer? Can let me hot summer? <laughs> oh, yes. what? I think someone said twosies. There was a delay, but no. Is, is it mean Ken? Ken it is Ken, Len, Ken Leslie, isn't it? Yeah, Ken Leslie's oh, yeah. hot summer. Oh. Yeah, yeah. There so yeah, Ken Leslie's hot summer. <laughs> there we go. It's uh, it's Ken Leslie's hot summer by the sounds of it. Then I can't wait to get started. You know, you know, Jack. You know, I I have full confidence in us there to pick the right film, and we did it at the same time. You know, so this feels really, really right, and you know, yeah. I'm really looking forward to working with uh, Lloyd Grossman. Actually, he's a big hero of mine. I I know, and I I'm, I'm, I I think you know as well. I'm I'm just really happy for you uh, that you're able to keep in. Uh, you know, busy and good spirits. Um, you know, with the death of your son. You know, just very recent. Uh, Who? You know. Yeah, it, it's almost—it's oh. almost like you've forgotten about it. Um, uh, but you know, well, uh, it's, another... it's a shame he won't be on the show. Well, another successful uh, pitch. Congratulations, Simon. Thank you. I look forward to seeing Ken Leslie's sexy summer or whatever it was. Yeah, hot summer. Hot summer. Um, hot summer. Hot summer. And uh, thank you, Jack Rice, Yugoslavia. And Eddie Spankball hey, no um, from Yugoslavia, yeah, France, France. And we'll speak yeah. to you next next episode. Um, oh, thank you very much uh, for having me once again, Eddie. A pleasure. Um, and I'll fax you over the the info. Yeah, yeah, a pleasure, guys. You know, congratulations, Simon. Thank you. Yeah, you you yes, very good. Uh, you know. You know, and I think that two Z's, you know, again, like, this is a good idea. Let's put it on the back burner. Uh, okay. But, you know, again, well, well done and, and good pitches all around. And uh, Jack, good to speak to you. And uh, I yeah, can't wait to is. see how the guys get on with Paul Fox. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, you know, just, you know, what what a, a, a guy, you know. Um, Certainly, here in uh, in Yugoslavia, uh, we would not be the same without um, Paul Fox and his uh, regular auctions, uh, semi-weekly. Um, well, no, 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 they're semi-regular, but they're weekly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That well, that's what I meant to say. Okay. Oh, yeah. Paul Fox. Right. Okay. Yeah. Good. Thanks. Bye. 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 <laughs> right. Love I, you. I, 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 I'm going to go because I... I...
feel like I might be reverting back to uh, baby uh, once again. So, yeah, um, bye. Good luck. Bye. Bye. Thank Love you very you. much. Bye. Take bye. care, everybody. Bye, Eddie. Know, bye. As, as Paul Fosh might say as well, without Paul Fosh, <laughs> you ain't got the dust and you'll be under the cosh. Okay? So, keep that in mind. And uh, you can talk more with Paul about that, but still, you know, okay, that's that, that, that's it from me. So, so have a lovely time, guys, and speak to you soon. We will. Bye. Bye. Fosh, fosh, fosh. Oh, there you go. Wow. Another win for me. Well, your first win in a while. Yeah, it's probably time. Um, so yeah, uh, that movie pitch um, selection was brought to you by Big 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 Fella.